Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzzes. Today, we are here at the Sanford Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida. And my next uh, guest is a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, John uh, Carp. And John, it's a pleasure, honor that you could uh, join us today. We know not only are you a performing here today, you're also working the event. So we appreciate all your hard efforts. But first of all, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and where do you think your love and passion for music comes from? Uh, well, I, I'm from uh, originally from Stewart, Florida, which is for those of you who don't know, it's like about 45 minutes north of West Palm Beach. When I was a little kid, my mom got me into music. She started me off on piano and then I switched to a bunch of instruments before I started playing the drums. And uh, my mom was a jazz drummer back in the 70s so she taught me how to play the drums and then from there i just picked up the guitar once i started playing guitar that's when i started writing songs so i guess you could say music was one of those things that's always kind of been in my life we instead of having the tv on when i was a kid my mom would just put on like uh beethoven or uh, tchaikovsky or some kind of jazz from like buddy rich and all that so i i was always around it so I guess my passion for it comes from the fact that it's kind of it's always been there. It's there's never a point in my life where it hasn't where music hasn't been a part of it. So, uh, John, how do you again? We never want to pigeonhole an artist, but I mean, when people, for example, ask you, "Oh, what, what? How do you describe your music?" What do you usually tell them? It's folk, folk rock, uh, essentially. Um, I'm writing some new stuff currently and kind of reworking my older songs, and. Um, now I'm starting to kind of bring in more of my jazz background um, and maybe even some classical elements in there as well. But for the most part, if, if you need to pigeonhole me, it would definitely be folk, folk rock, especially at this point. Is that something you grew up with, John, or the, the, the folk was kind of the scene you're into, or do you like all music? I like all music, but folk is definitely my favorite. Um, mainly because it's the music for the average normal person. There's no pretense about it. You don't, you know, have to feel like you're part of like some movement or whatever. It's just some guy with a guitar is just telling it like it is more or less. And that's kind of what attracted, that's what, what, that's the pull that it had on me. Cause you know, I, I've always felt like I've just been a normal person, not really anybody spectacular so to kind of hear somebody who kind of uh sings about the things that i'm thinking about there's a, a degree of relatability th that i had with folk music that not a lot of other types of music provided but that being said i really appreciate all pretty much all types of music um i'm a little bit more keen on older stuff like jazz and classical and all that because i grew up under it but um but I listen to music from everywhere from India to Jamaica to wherever I can get my hands on it. 
So for you, uh, John, uh, you write a majority of your songs or, or a lot of it original music? Yeah, yeah. I, um, as I perform, I it's about half and half, half covers, half originals. Um, that's mostly for, I mean, real, reality's sake, a lot of people want to hear covers, so you kind of have to know a bunch of covers. Um, but as time goes on, I'm finding that the uh, originals are becoming more popular than the uh, the covers even. So I think as I continue on the, with my career here, the covers will be less and less, and it'll just be all originals. So for you, John, what inspires you to write? Is there a particular you know subject or a particular time to write? Or Inspiration can hit me at any time, and I can only hope that I have a notepad <laughs> near me to write it down. Um, there's a variety of topics. I'm pretty much drawn to the natural world. Um, another thing I grew up around a lot was, um, was the countryside and being out in the ocean all the time. Um, Stewart's a pretty small town. There's a lot of woods and trees, and my mom was also a marine science teacher, so she took us out on the water a lot when we were growing up. So I, that's always kind of part in, in the back of my mind of kind of like a, a landscape to, to write about and to be inspired by. Other than that, it's mostly kind of philosophical, historical, yeah. cultural stuff, you know, that um, I'm really drawn to. And I know, John, it probably depends from song to song, but which usually comes first? Is it the music, the lyrics, or do you do it all together at once? Um, it it goes back and forth. It used to be it used to be just the music first, and now I'm starting to do a bit of the lyrics first. But I would say predominantly it's mostly um, it's mostly music first and then lyrics. But um, if I have a really great you know verse in my mind, I'll hit around on the piano, or the guitar, to try to find a good chord progression to fit it, and then I'll might expand it from there. So it's kind of back and forth, I would say. So you mentioned about, you know, being inspired by folks. So you find that all the songs kind of fit into that genre. I mean, do you ever come up and something sounds country or it sounds different than folk? Or, Well, uh, as far as country is concerned, I think it probably has a country twang to it anyway, yeah. just because of my accent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but apart from that, um, you know, it... You never know where a song's going until it's until you're completely done with it, and it surprises me. I'll I'll sit down and I'll listen to it, and not even thinking about it, I'll, I'll go, oh, that's a swing beat right there. Like, I didn't think I was playing jazz here, and before you know, you, you have a jazz bit, and then you listen to another part, you're like, oh, that re reminds me of something from reggae. And so it, it always seems like. Um, I don't know, maybe I listen to so much music I'm not even aware of the influences coming out as I'm writing. It's that sort of thing. So for you, John, is your instrument of choice, you know, getting, you know, the songs written, guitar, or do, or do you use other instruments? Or Pretty much the guitar. Um, I have started writing a little bit on the piano, oh, but I'm not a particularly good piano player, so oh. it's pretty difficult for me to... But I'll come up with, like, a chord progression on the piano and what's nice about the piano is I can kind of I can kind of imagine uh, other instruments playing those same chords so it's a good like map to kind of get started and then I might pick up the guitar and see what I can do with it yeah and I was just going to ask you John about 
can you vision the you know the other instruments the other parts and i guess the answer is 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 yes you can can do that with the when you're writing these songs huh oh yeah absolutely um in fact i'm actually starting to get more musicians joining in my project here and um so i'm i'm really happy to say that there'll be some uh uh instruments that i've never gotten to work with before that i can work with in the future like cello and maybe even sitar and stuff like that um so it'll be interesting to try to arrange stuff for those instruments as well so i mean when you're writing songs you mentioned about inspiration but is there ever a time where you just you know not force yourself to write but need to, to write or want want to write to get a song done or you don't want to force it though yeah i mean I- I'm not at a point where I'm necessarily being like I'm not necessarily under like a, a record company's gun. Like we need five songs right now, uh, but I I kind of set those conditions up for myself anyway. Like right now, I'm kind of in a songwriting kick at the moment because, like I said, I just met a bunch of musicians and we're trying to get trying to get things going and to expand upon what I've already kind of built already. So I'm just constantly writing, trying to come up with new ideas. Um, it's not so much... I don't feel like I'm under pressure, though, which is good. It's kind of like a good pressure. Sometimes, like, um, like I know John Lennon and Paul McCartney, their their whole thing was they were going to try to write a better song than the other guy. And I kind of just do that, but with myself. Like, I go, all right, that was good, but what can I do? That last song I did was pretty good, but what can I do that's even better than that one? You know? So for you, John, how much does a song change, like, say, from when you first write it to you record it? Is there a lot of changes, metamorphoses, or does it say pretty much the same? It varies from song to song. Um, but many of the songs, yeah, it'll start off one way, and it'll go in a completely different direction. Um, there's a song, you can hear some of my music online. There's one song called Eaton Street Cafe that... I, I wrote it on the ukulele and then it went to the acoustic guitar and it just sounds like this normal folk song and now i'm thinking of just making it reggae now just because it, it feels better uh so th- things like that can happen um and then and it could also just be tempo changes or i might take one section and remove it or put it to a different part of the song so and then sometimes i'll just write a song right there and it's done so it's it's kind of a up in the air uh, in that regard. So for you, John, do you have a lot of unfinished songs or songs that need words or, or music, or you try to you know follow through with each each song and get it done? Then um, there are definitely songs that are not quite finished. Um, a lot of it has to do with like uh, how how I'm going to be able to perform it at that point in time. Like there's a lot of stuff I'm writing where it's like, well. We're not, I'm not quite at the point where I'm ready to do this thing live, so I'll work on it like every now and again, but I'll come back to it later. And then there's other songs where um, I feel like, okay, I've got the necessary personnel or skill set or what have you to just get it done, and I like to try to get them done as soon as I possibly can. Um, and then there's other there's other songs that I would like to have on later releases that are more uh, conceptual. I guess so. I'm trying to save them for later. If that answers your question, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, it does. Uh, so uh, with all of these uh, songs, you, you, you mentioned that you know, a few are not uh, finished, but do you ever like have a situation where you have parts of songs and combine the songs into one song, or is it always that each song has its own life and you, they, they have their own path? Uh, it's more like the second one, but it's funny you bring up the other one because I was just thinking as I was um, driving down here, um, on the way down here yesterday, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, I should really just try to write segments of random things yeah. to try to put it together and see what happens. Um, so I might be, I might be trying to do that here in the future. Oh, so, so, so the, the, the you know, random things that, that you, you, you think of and then put them all together. You haven't tried it yet or? I haven't tried it yet. Not at this point. There's a band I listen to called Fleet Foxes. They do that quite often where they'll take two two basically separate songs and they'll put them together and you would, and it sounds like something that would would be really kind of wouldn't make a whole lot of sense but you just have to pick the songs that are going to match the same theme for it to work if that makes sense yeah it does and, and now you know more for the technical aspect you know we talk about keys I mean, is is there a situation where you start a song, you know, original song in one key and change the key because it might sound sound better? I mean, those sort of things could, could change. I do that all the time, uh, mostly because I have a baritone voice. Oh, yeah. So I have to change keys all the time so I can yeah. sing it. Um, but uh, there's all, but then there's also times uh, recently with some of the stuff I've been writing, I've been doing key changes even. Um because, I mean, like, even within one particular key, you can, if you use all the notes and or all the chords within that key, you it, the sky's the limit, really. So why not do some key changes at the uh, at the appropriate times? Okay, uh, John, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we will be back. My guest today is John Carp, a great uh, singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as we are here at the Sanford uh, Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida. And please uh, stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. Dresses first began to totter Till the trusses and then the trust finally did falter We can stand in the rubble and point fingers all day But we both played a part in our decay
No duct tape or super glue can keep the seams from tearing. I was always afraid of needles, and you're no good at sewing. And I know nothing has a warranty, but I thought we'd get more use than this. But our aims were in different places, so
segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, is today we are here at the San- Sanford Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida, and with me today is one of the performers of uh, the Sanford San- Sanford Music Festival, as well as working at the, the festival, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, John Carp. And John, it's a pleasure, honor you could join me today as we're talking all about your great music. Now we want to talk about these songs that our audience is going to be listening to. And the first song we have here is called Falling Apart. Can you tell us about this song? So remember when I said uh, inspiration can hit me at any time? This one, I was taking a shower one day, and it came. To, uh, the chorus came to my mind, and um, it sort of started off in my mind as being like a, like a typical breakup song. But as I kind of re-listened to the song a lot for you know mixing reasons, I kind of came to realize that the song isn't necessarily talking about like a boyfriend girlfriend or girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend thing. Um, that in fact, it could be any kind of relationship. It could be. Uh, relationship with your brothers and sisters, your parents, your friends, society as a whole. And I always get this sense, maybe because of the time we're living in, but I, I always get this sense that there's always miscommunication between people and it causes like a, it causes a decay in our society. 
But when we actually start communicating to one another again, then things build up again. But right now, I guess we're kind of in a, a crumbling stage right now. So until we can, you know, talk to each other again, I, I guess that's that's kind of where my mind was going when I was writing it. Okay, and the next song we have here is Cimarron Morning. Can you tell us about this song? Yeah, so um, when I was about 15, my Boy Scout troop and I, we went out to New Mexico for a backpacking trip. But the trip was scheduled right in the middle of my uh, parents' divorce trial. And I had to be present because I had to to choose who I wanted to live with. So I had to be taken off the trail and brought back to the base camp down the desert. All I was told is some guy in a white van was going to pick me up. They'd take me to Denver, to the airport. And so I went out there the next morning, and out in the middle of the desert, it's just this one road and tumbleweeds going by and everything. And the sun rose in such a way that it reflected off the red rocks, and it was awe-inspiring. And it was something that I really needed at that moment because I was really nervous about you know going into court and having to make that kind of a decision. So I, I guess that... The way that sunrise occurred to me, it was that bit of inspiration. I needed to do what had to be done. And that's kind of what that song's all about is, you know, kind of getting up and going going through with what needs to get done in your life. Okay, and another song we have here is Hollow Heart. Can you tell us about this one? So, this, uh, We're Falling Apart was about pretty much any relationship, as far as I can see. Hollow Heart is definitely about romantic relationships. And again, there's this issue with uh, communication between, well, definitely between the sexes, but even uh, probably even amongst people of the same sex, I imagine. Um, and it's there's this crazy dance that we all do when we're uh, dating or courting and what have you. And it, it just seems to me to be pretty uh, pretty silly. Like, why not just get right to the point? Like, if you like me, great. If you don't, then let's let's cut it out, right? But you know, the same could be said uh, about me, I guess. You know, so sort of the song's kind of recognizing that, you know, like I'm recognizing that, yeah, I'm not perfect either, but you could do better. So why don't we meet in the middle and, you know, actually, you know, fill our hollow hearts? That's kind of the whole. That's where the idea of the song came from. Okay, uh, J- uh, John, so those are some of the songs. Now let's talk a little bit about, you know, your performances and starting with today's performance. So d- have you performed at the Sanford Music Festival before? Or? This is my first time performing at uh, Sanford Music Fest. Uh, this is only the second time we've had uh, the festival. The first, the first year we did it was in 2017, and that year I just worked on it because I was still... I was still writing the stuff that it, I, you'll be hearing tonight, uh, but this will be my first time performing at this festival. Oh, so, I mean, do you perform a lot around the Sanford uh, areas? or are a lot of bars and clubs that you perform around in here, here, Sanford? I come down here pretty frequently, yeah, uh, but I live in St. Augustine, so oh. I, most, I mostly play there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> what was that about, man? <laughs> Oh, that 
That's uh, great. So speaking of St. Augustine, you, you mentioned that you play around there. So, I mean, is there a lot of places right on the beach that you play or near the beach? On the beach, not really. Um, most of the places I play are actually in the Old Town. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, amongst uh, all the Spanish streets and everything, which is really cool. I really enjoy playing there. Um, there's a there's a great venue, if, if anyone's wanting to go to St. Augustine, called Sarbez. I highly recommend checking that out. That's uh, by far my favorite. That one's on the, the island. Uh, but most of the places I play are in the old town. Okay. And uh, so for you, that you're, you try to get around uh, central Florida, I mean, have you played like further in Florida or had opportunities to play out of Florida? Or? I haven't had opportunities to play out of Florida as of yet. I, I'm trying to build... I'm trying to build like a sort of like a a touring route ah, from yeah. Jacksonville to Tampa. That's kind of what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to cut through the middle of the state and try to get to Gainesville. I did play a bit uh, down in my hometown in Stewart and places around there, but um, down there there's not as many opportunities to play. Um, no, I was just gonna say as far as uh, you know the original music versus covers, so. You you said that it was about half and half. So like a, like let's take today. Is it all original music or is it going to be covers or? There will be two covers. One of which I'm actually I'm actually recording in because that song this one song that I'm talking about is a song from the 1500s. Um, it's and I I had at one time translated it from Gaelic into English, but now I've gone back to singing it in Gaelic. <laughs> um, but that's a that's a super old folk song, so I don't know if you would consider that a cover, but I I'll say it is. Um, and then the other one is is a cover that everybody should know. But the other songs, uh, I'll be playing six all together. All the other ones that should be four, those are all completely original. I wrote them. All that. Are some of the songs you're playing tonight the ones that I have here that the audience are listening to? Or all three of the songs that the audience we'll be listening to we'll be i'll be performing tonight yeah so you mentioned that these songs are relatively new are there different uh, ages or definitely different ages um i i kind of have adopted this philosophy of just write as much as you can yeah and the uh <laughs> the 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 uh, uh the gold will rise to the top let's say and the crap will sink yeah. it's kind of my philosophy on it so some of these songs, you know, go back to, let's see, I started writing songs when I was 20, so about, some of them are eight years old. And do you feel that, uh, you know, your your style has changed? You've been pretty consistent since you've started in, in the eight years you've been writing? It's been fairly consistent. It took me a while to write songs that I actually liked. I went through a long phase where everything I wrote I hated. Um, but I've been pretty consistent. I've changed a little bit. I, I've kind of gone more conceptual in my songwriting as time has gone on. So not, not so much grounding things in, um, in, in like a physical space, let's say, but kind of being a little bit more abstract in my writing. Every now and again, if I hear something really great, um, I'll go back to my old ways and, and write that, you know, but I'd say I'm more of a diverse songwriter now than I was before that's for sure 
So uh, are there certain artists that inspire you or or certain songs or even like we're talking about jazz and, uh, you know, uh, Gaelic? I mean, is there there certain artists or or, or genres that just inspire you that give you again? We're talking about that motivation. Yeah. Um, Well, I've mentioned Fleet Foxes and the Beatles and who's not inspired by it? Who's not inspired by the Beatles? I mean, come on. Um, But, you know, other artists I really enjoy are uh, Andrew Bird. Um, the Moody Blues, Alan Parsons Project. Uh, as far as like jazz is concerned, I really like Cab Calloway. Um, and, uh, Buddy Rich also. Um, you know, and I I love classical music too. I, I, I like Stravinsky a lot. And other than that, it's just random stuff like, I listen to a lot of reggae, like Bob Marley, the, um, Tits and the Maytales, all them. So, and as far as newer artists, well, I, I mentioned some already, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's a pretty wide net of influences, I would say. So, you mentioned, John, about Gaelic and singing in Gaelic. Is that something you speak or something involved, like, from the, comes from the, the family, or is that just something you picked up, or? No, I'm, I mean, I have a little bit of Irish ancestry, but I'm uh, mostly, I'm mostly Mediterranean and Slavic. <laughs> no, I just, um... My family really loves Irish music um, for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so it was always being played around. But that song in particular that I was in Gaelic, I um, I just found one day and I really liked it. I don't No, I don't speak Gaelic at all. I just, I had to like le- teach myself how to sing the phrases that are in the song. And I'm probably still butchering it, I'll be honest. But, um, but I do that with uh, other, I, I like singing in other languages. Because um, sometimes, weirdly enough, sometimes you can put more of your soul into something that you don't speak than if you do. Um, I don't know why that happens, but I guess you kind of you kind of put yourself in somebody else's shoes because every language comes with a different life experience to to an extent. So you get to kind of you get to kind of play somebody else for a change. So with this Gaelic, John, you actually translate it and know what you're saying in English, or yeah, yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I um, originally when I started doing it, I would just sing it in English. Oh, but um, but recently uh, with this uh, group that I've been playing with, I I played it in both because they they were like, well, I want to hear it in Gaelic now. Yeah. So I started doing it. So I I played it in Gaelic for them. They're like. Dude, you need to do it in Gaelic. It sounds so much, so much better. So I started doing that uh, at like open mics. I was testing it out, and much better response than in English, which surprised me because you would think people would want to hear something in the language they understand, but for some reason the Gaelic is way more potent for people. So it's just one of those life mysteries, I guess. So those are the only two uh, languages that you sing it as English and uh, Gaelic. That well, uh, I've been writing st- some stuff in Latin too. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. So again, are you mo- mo- motivated by by you know reading or writing Latin? Are these these like you said these languages something that you just thought was neat and wanted to check out? Then it's more like the second one. Um, that one, some one of the things I'm working on. I won't reveal too much of it because I'm still working on it, but um, I I want to I wanted to have Latin in there because it thematically met, matched with what I was what what the whole album was going to be about, um, and I, I wanted Latin because it's 
it's a it's a language that's used a lot in the sciences um and that particular album dives into a lot of scientific concepts and i wanted to to kind of add that in there to it's basically a, a garnish if you will so that, that's that's interesting, uh, John. So we we mentioned that you you know play you know. So you mentioned about uh, Tampa. So are you currently playing in Tampa? Or? No, I haven't gone down. Oh, that. That's okay. that's my You're goal. My, okay, that's I my see. goal is to. I'm, my goal is to kind of do like a J stroke okay. through Florida and then go up into Georgia and up to the Carolinas and um, hopefully I can get out to. I have some family out in Washington State and Seattle area, so I'm hoping to get some stuff going on out there too. But it's a, you know, it's a long process. It takes a while. And have you, John, and I, I know these craft breweries are very popular in Florida. Have you had a chance to play at any? Because I know they have a lot of acoustic performers there. Well, in the breweries themselves, no. But um, I played a lot of bars, obviously, because okay. there's, there's a ton of them in St. Augustine. Oh. There is one place in St. Augustine um, kind of working on getting a show in there at some point called uh, Dog Rose Brewing. Oh, yeah. Um, it's right in the Lincolnville area of uh, St. Augustine. Um, but that's going to be a little bit. So hopefully we'll get there and uh, have some beer and play some songs. So, John, for, for you, you know, when you're at these different venues, are a lot of uh, these venues uh, original music friendly? Is there any venues like Orlando Brewing here in, uh, you know, Orlando that says or original music only or... They don't do that in St. Augustine. Um, there's a lot of people playing covers in St. Augustine, but I have found that um, a lot of a lot of musicians are afraid to do cover or afraid to do originals rather because a lot of times people will check out if it's an original song. But if you make if you really focus and try to make your original songs as as good as you could possibly do it, people will people will listen for sure because it's something something new. Like a, a lot of times. People go into these bars and they hear the same songs all the time. But if they hear a really great original song, that gets their attention and they really enjoy it. Um, I've had people, I've had it happen before where I've played in one place one night and then I was there the next night and someone asked for a, one of my originals. You know, they're like, hey, can you actually summer on morning? They're like, can you play that one? Well, I really like that one. Um, and I'll do it. And it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Sometimes. Your originals are more popular than the covers, if you do it right, I, I find. Yeah, they are more popular. And, yeah, they seem like they go over well. But I know one hard part it, with, uh, you know, bars is people always want to hear something they know. But, you know, once they've heard it, now they they know it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to – there's technical ways to, to work around it where you can do, like – you know, you, you kind of want to give a space. You like play a couple originals. Okay, let's play a cover so that we're not losing everybody. Keep them happy. Then let's throw some more originals in there. That's kind of how I try to do it. Try to make it like a like a salad of music, if you will. Okay, uh, John, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back for our very last uh, segment. My guest today is John Carp, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You are listening to the Mike Carroll Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at the Sanford Music uh, Fest in beautiful Sanford, uh, Florida. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today.
Such a hollow heart On the outside you're lovely But inside I know there isn't much So forgive me I don't fancy the idea of being your crutch There are many fish in the sea So I figure there's someone for me
Welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at the uh, Sanford uh, Music Fest in uh, beautiful Sanford, Florida. And with me today is one of the performers of the Sanford Music Festival, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, as well as working the fest, uh, Mr. John Carp. And John, pleasure, honor you could join me today. And now I want to talk a little bit about your social media. You have some great music, and we want to let everyone know how they can get a hold of you. Uh, first of all, uh, for, for you, so you've been doing this for a few years, so pretty much the time, you know, you mentioned you're tw- 28, so pretty much the Internet has been around since you've been alive, more or less. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot better now than when I was a little kid. <laughs> Went back and dial up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a, I mean, you can find me on, I have a Facebook page. It's uh you know, Facebook slash John Carp Music. I'm also on Instagram under the same tag, John Carp Music. By the way, that's John J O N C A R P. Don't put an H in there because okay. I get somebody from like Russia or whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm on those two platforms, social media wise. I have a website, johncarp.com, and um, I, I have a full length album out on uh, Spotify and I, uh, Apple Music and all streaming services you could think of, you could find me. And now, are you on uh, YouTube? You have uh, videos on YouTube too, or I do. I have a I have a video on YouTube, and all my songs are on YouTube as well. Um, I'm hoping to do some more videos in the future. I'm sort of working on exactly what that's going to be like at at this point in time, but um, I'm hoping to pump out more videos as time goes on here. And do you have uh, uh, any sort of album or EP or LP coming out? Or right now, I'm in the. Uh, I was going to be releasing an EP, but I'm kind of holding off at the moment. Um, one of the songs you'll hear on the show is not on. Uh, you can't find on any streaming service at this current time because it was going to be on this release. Right now, I'm holding off on that release because I'm some. I'm writing some other songs, and it may turn into something bigger than what I initially planned. Um, and I may even redo some of the songs on the previous, um, LP as well. So I'm kind of in the middle of a big change up with my music right now. And did you, you mentioned you ha- have a, a, a website then? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, johncarp.com. And then that'll have all your gigs and all your performances. And anytime you book something, it'll be on there then. Yeah, that's a good resource for sure. Uh, anytime I book something, I always put it on the website. It's also on Facebook, and I also give a shout-out on uh, Instagram. So any of those three uh, places you go to, you'll you'll find out about information about my next gig and, you know, just general news as to what's happening uh, in the future here. So, I mean, for you, you know, we see Facebook Live. Is that something that would uh, interest you or have other of your friends or musicians taken you with Facebook Live or... Well, I've done Facebook Live for the local music guild. I did a yeah. performance on that. They do a they do a great live stream service for that. Um, I haven't done anything with it as of right now with that, but that's that's another thing I'm planning on doing in in the near future here pretty soon. Um, it's not something that I, I I do a lot because to me it's kind of like um it's like tiramisu. If you have it all the time, it's not special. <laughs> if that <Yeah>. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we also wanted to mention, uh, John, that you're you're working the the festival. So so that's that's nice. And we want to let everyone know this is put on by Orlando Bands, a local music guild. And you're a member of all that. Or? Yeah, I've been working with uh, and Ben Garner's uh, the, the man who runs all this. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've known Ben since 2016. I've been w- working with him off and on on various events that we've done together. Um, I work with the local music guild. Uh, right now, we're trying to build that up here in Central Florida, but hopefully, if everything goes right, we can maybe expand into other parts of the state. That's that's our ambition. But right now, uh, Central Florida is where we're kind of honing our sights in at the moment. And uh, so you mentioned, John, that uh, you have uh, some of your songs on streaming sites then. Are they all the major ones? or? Yeah, yeah. Yep, all this. Any anywhere you get your music, be it Pandora or Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, whatever you can think of, my music's on there. there you can't you can't swing a dead cat and not hit one of my songs. <laughs> oh, so you like to put all the so- songs? You like to put a lot of songs out, out there, a lot of variety then? Or well, right now what I've got is um, just nine songs on my LP. Um, there's way more that I've, I've written and am working with, but, um, as time goes on, I, hopefully in the next year here, I hope, I'm hoping to just keep pumping songs out. Um, maybe not even follow a, um, album, uh, album release structure, just throw songs out as quickly as possible, uh, with as good a quality as possible as well. But, um, all that's, all that's in the near future here that I'm sort of panning out at the moment. And the funny thing is, John, I always ask this question, but I actually prefer the the digital downloads. But I always ask the question: Do you still make your music on physical CDs? Now? I do. I actually prefer CD. I prefer <laughs> oh, CD okay. and vinyl. Yeah, I I don't like. I'm. I mean, digital downloads are great for convenience and everything, yeah. but um, it's just I don't know. I I grew up in the CD generation, and I haven't grown out of it. I guess so. I still like the CDs. It's getting harder to find them now because now they're being replaced by like well now vinyl even. Yeah. Um, but I also grew up on that too, so I I like that equally as well. The only medium I don't like is cassette. <laughs> and I grew up on that. Yeah. My little tape recorder. I remember you had to rewind it if you wanted to the song. Well, I was I was born ninety one, so we were still switching over oh, from God. cassette to CD. And I remember as a kid, like it was like. Ah, uh, really? This isn't cassette. Why can't? Why haven't they put this out on CD yet? <laughs> yeah, I even remember uh, eight tracks and, and, and all that and laser this. So it's laser interesting disc, yeah. with the uh, technology that uh, yeah, you like the CDs that that that's great too. But you you must admit that this is a great tool that, like I said, people in Germany are listening. I've got like eight percent of the total. People that listen to this show is in Germany, so it's it's exciting that your music can get all over the world. Well, that's that's the great thing about the digital world is that you can have people from like Australia or even Africa. There's I I get uh, I get people from like you know Gambia messaging me <laughs> like how did my song get out there? But that's what's great about that is what's awesome about the digital music is you can listen to anything you want. And I know for me growing up, like. You know, unless it was on the radio, you just didn't hear it, you know? Like, there is no... Nobody played, uh, you know, raga music from India where I grew up. Yeah, But as soon as um, I got into college and 
all those stream services started to come out. I was listening to stuff from all over the world. And so I, I think it's great. You know, we've we've kind of reached a point where now somebody from Florida can mix in elements from all over the world and someone can't from India can listen to that and be like, oh, that's really cool. That's like he's doing like uh, that kind of music that's common in my culture. So I like the, the cultural mixture that's happening here. Great. Uh, so now we, we were talking about uh, social media, anything with Twitter or Instagram? or Yeah, I'm not big on social media, I'll be honest. I, I use it just to announce, like, things that are yeah, coming up. That's what I, do. I don't go on there and, like, some people are like, here we are in the studio. I, I don't. No, you don't do that. I don't do that. I'm, I'm a. I'm a pretty private person. <laughs> I like to kind of have my own space and be left alone to kind of create in my... It's, I, I usually write by myself, and then I'll bring it to um, to the rest of the group, and then we'll, work, we'll hash it out even more. So I'm more of a solitary person in that way. But I do use the um, social media for promotions and stuff and for updates about what's coming up and what to expect and everything. So it's it's really great for that. So you're pretty busy, John, with, you know, your solo acoustic and the, the, the group. And so you're work. are you working like double then? You got two things, almost two different I, projects? And I have a day job, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Is there so, any time left to do anything else? Not much. Not much. I mean, um, when I'm not busy, I go fishing and oh, hike sad. around the woods with my dog and... Just or just collapse on the beach, you know. <laughs> and speaking of uh, the, uh, you know, uh, gigs, are you uh, still accepting gigs? If somebody is listening to this and think they'd be a good fit, either you or the the whole uh, gr- group, are you still available for the fall? Or absolutely, I'm uh, I'm absolutely available. I'm completely open to anybody who's got any kind of openings at this point. I'm definitely looking for more gigs. Um, Best place to contact me would be, uh, you could contact me on my email, johncarpmusic at gmail.com. Uh, or you can just shoot me a message on Facebook as well. Um, those are those would be the best places to contact me for sure. Okay, uh, John, we really do appreciate your time. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Well, I'd just like to say that if anyone's in the Sanford area... And you're not doing anything today, please come on out to the Sanford Music Festival. We've got a lot of great bands playing. Uh, we've got vendors, and there's there's food, and everything you can imagine. We've got it here. Um, if you're wanting to see me in particular, I'll be performing inside of the West End at 7.30 p.m. And so just come on out and have a great time with us. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the the West End, have you played there before? Yeah, I've done Second Saturdays. Oh, um, man, I yeah. Heard about that. Yeah, I did that. Oh, that was a while ago. I did that. Uh, probably about about a couple of years ago. I did. I played the Second Saturdays there, um, and I've run a bunch of shows in there before. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks so much, John. I guess has been a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, John. Carp, and you've been listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here today at the Sanford Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida. And please catch us again next time. You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Care, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know 
what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and home brew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.